The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mason Thompson is a programmer who worked on a popular title called Cookie Swirl World, which got over 10 million downloads when he was just 15 years old. And he's with us here just now. Good afternoon. How are you today? Good afternoon. I am doing just fine myself. How are you? I'm doing great. Yes, it's a lovely sunny day here. I take it it's the morning for you right now, though. Yes. Yeah. That would be correct. Early morning, about a little bit before nine here yeah. in the Northwest. Lovely. Now, for your company, what kind of projects do you like to work on generally? So my favorite projects normally have to do with artificial intelligence or direct gameplay elements. Mm. So that could be anything from the mini games that we saw in Squirrel World, which I was a big part of creating, or uh, turn-based uh, artificial intelligence like we might see in a card game. Mm, interesting. And how did you actually get interested in this kind of work in the first place? So my story begins when I was 10, 11, mm. I think. So my mother, she was always big into tech, uh, despite oh, despite being a farmer, she introduced me to uh, JavaScript and and uh, Python on Khan Academy, and then I fell in love with the world of programming. And then from there, I went on to study at the Northwest Career Technical Academy, which was a college near me. And then I just started my own business because I was like, you know, I need to actually get my foot in the door. Mm -hmm. There's the industry is very competitive, but this is a way that I can actually start working on projects. Yeah. And all that JavaScript stuff, is that quite hard to learn? JavaScript is one of the easier languages to to learn. Mm -hmm. I'd say that there's plenty of online resources out there for the beginner who wants to learn how to program. From YouTube videos to Udemy courses, there's plenty of of resources to access for free. Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose even if people do find it hard, is it great to see the finished project? Yes, it is. It's always a great feeling to see that finished project, yeah. to boot up your game and see it come to life before your eyes, see all of your hard work finally pay off and be able to share that with the world. Yeah. 
how long on average does it take for a project to be done? If it's done by a full studio, it can take in from three to nine months mm. to a full seven years like we see in some of these AAA titles. Yeah. If it's done by an indie, that can take anywhere from a year to an entire lifetime. Wow. Studio Squirrel World, for example, took a total of like one or two years, mm. if I remember correctly. Yeah, that's quite a long time because... A lot of people in that period might have decided to give up because it's taken quite long. So did you have to have a lot of commitment and dedication to the project to keep going? Certainly. There are certainly times when I felt like giving up, when I felt like just throwing the towel in, when something wasn't going how I was wanting it to go, where the code wasn't behaving how I was supposed to. And those moments were tough, I do admit. They're definitely tough, but I was committed. I wanted to see my game first, wanted to see the business grow. Yeah. And the only way that I could see that happening would be sticking to it, committing, doubling down in those hard moments, summoning the inner will and pushing through. Yeah. And how would you describe what Cookie Swirl World actually is? So Cookie Swirl World is a game designed for children. It's a game where you manage your own pet and manage a village around that pet and there's plenty of mini games where you can earn coins and with those coins you can collect items for your pet so it's basically a pet manager simulation yeah. I would say. That's an interesting game where did the idea come from? So I wasn't entirely in charge of Cruise for World. I was brought on to program a few of the mini games but I believe that what inspired Cookie Squirrel World was a joint uh, project between Dyad Games, which is a indie, which is the indie game studio that I worked for, yeah. and a and the YouTuber Cookie Swirl C, who is a very popular YouTuber, and her entire uh, moniker and design is built around both pets and Kuko. I believe that it was the brainchild of those two forces coming together. Mm. and then that out of that came the game yeah and it's had many downloads of course over 10 million downloads did that surprise you that it did so well yes it did quite honestly i was brought on i had never heard of the company or any of its other games so i was like well they're still they're paying me money and i can never complain about that and so i was like you know let's give it a shot if it fails, I still get money. If it succeeds, then I have my name on a good game. And then when I opened up the project, mm. I was blown away by the art and the amount of polish I had already gone into the game. And then from there, when I started running the game, looking into it, I was like, you know, this game definitely has the possibility to be a very big success. Yeah. And how much of the success do you think was down to you? Um, I wouldn't attribute that much to me. I would say that a 
bit of it was could be credited to me. I worked on I think it was four or five of the mini games and a few of the other UI elements. That was my main job. And but I would say that most of the success of the game could probably be pointed towards the marketing by Kusporos. Honestly, yeah. Did you have a fear when it first started? Obviously, this never actually ended up happening. But did you have a fear that it could have been a flop? Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And then your name would have been attached to something that was a disaster. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. That's always a fear when taking on a new project and attaching yourself to it. That is one of the advantages of being an independent contractor instead of an employer. Mm. I mean, employee, you can distance yourself a little bit from the projects that do end up being flops because some projects you sign on more because the person is playing is paying you the initial money than you believe in the initial product because as independent contractors we don't get to decide what our clients want yeah it's our job to give our clients what they want even if we don't think that those will be successful while still providing the advice and knowledge that they should have yeah because you were paid a set fee for it and it's had all this success do you maybe feel like the money you got should have been more or is it still a good amount for what you did i'd say that's a good amount and that honestly yeah well i do regret not asking for a uh percentage of profits Mm. i feel satisfied definitely with what i have because i don't only have the money directly paid to me i also have the name recognition of hey i worked on this game that has 10 million download yeah now have you ever had any challenges in the times that you've been programming oh definitely during the times i've been programming i've come across bugs and then also life situations uh this will get a little bit personal but during the summer of 2020 my mother well was it 2019 yeah i think it was the winter of 2019 my mother got diagnosed with cancer and that and during that time 
time period, my programming business definitely took a hit. I had to shift my attentions away from the programming and more towards family responsibilities. I ended up moving out. So then uh, some of the financial burden would be eased off of her shoulders. And so then she could more easily afford the care that she needed. And that definitely made things more difficult. Mm. But now that I'm in a more stable situation, I can continue at my normal rates, which has been definitely thrilling and also a little bit nervous as I dip my toes back into the industry, seeing all the ways that everything has changed in the in the uh, year that I was on a hiatus. Yeah. And what are some of the ways that the industry is changing? Well, the industry is definitely changing more towards social uh, interaction online, more yeah. towards the social world, where everyone can see and talk with each other. Multiplayer games are becoming bigger and bigger things. Uh, we're steering away from single-player games generally, as most people are now having strong enough internet connections and Wi-Fi wherever they are to uh, successfully play and run online games. That was one of the limiting factors before that not everyone had this strong enough internet connection to reliably get all the data needed to run a game live multiplayer. But now that we are seeing that more, we're seeing more and more online titles emerge. Anything from uh, anything from VR chat to uh, it takes two, which are two of the more popular, small but still smaller games. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds exciting. And are there any kind of projects that you haven't done yet that you would like to do? Honestly, my goal would be to work with a AAA studio mm. one of these days, but that's a far off goal because those studios tend to be very exclusionary in who they hire, yeah. very selective. And that, though that is still a goal that I want to do, I want to work on like the next Halo, of course. But while that isn't a specific genre, I've, I think I've covered most of the genres that I'd like to work in. Right now, for example, I'm working in a, uh, on a trading card game. It's a spectacular project called, uh, called, called Greenplay. Mm, that sounds exciting. Are you able to tell us a bit about that? <laughs> Yes, I am. So right now we have an alpha out on Steam, which is where most of what I'm going to be telling you will come from since yeah. the dev side is my NDA, obviously. But I've cleared it with the higher-ups. The alpha is completely available to the public. So the game is a little bit like Magic the Gathering meets Hearthstone. And but with the theme of the game is more centered around building a film and and compete and having your film compete with other people's films yeah that's kind of the uh plot inspiration of it and that focuses on things like different actors different film elements that you include in the film uh the point system is called narrative which is a measure of how well your how well a story for your movie is and if you get a certain point amount of narrative you will uh win over the 
opponent. And that's an online game, but it also has single player mode. Yeah, that's quite cool because even though you mentioned most people have really good internet, there'll still be some people, won't there, where either their internet isn't good enough for multiplayer or they don't have any friends, so they need that single player option still. Definitely. That is, yeah, that's definitely something that's still pressing on our minds because as a dev, when we make a exclusively multiplayer game that's already excluding those people and it's never good to exclude parts of your potential audience from being able to play your game mm. so a lot of a lot of us will spend the extra time and effort required to release a single player mode for our games that way everyone can play it not just those who have friends or those who have strong internet connections and then a lot of us will also include a mode where you can match with random people online yeah. That way you can uh, make friends online that you can play this game with. Yeah, absolutely. Well, where can we keep up to date with you and all your projects? So my forum posting would be the best place. Though if you're interested in more personalized contact, I would say that my email mthompson1 at gmail.com would be the best. Great. Well, many thanks for joining us on the show today. It's been great talking to you. Awesome. It's been great talking to you as well. The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribbon Show.